Hello, this is Bernard Carries with another episode of My Movember, which is my own cancer story from 2013. And today I will speak about depression. I was diagnosed with testicular cancer in 2013 and had surgery and chemotherapy. And in this podcast I speak about all the elements which I at least came up with surrounding that story. And I do that in support of all people who are been struck with a serious illness, but also their beloved ones who are caring for them. Well, when you get a testicle removed, your hormones go haywire. They go up and down and woo. Yeah, that's quite a storm. And the storm men are not normally used to. It probably took a year or so until my hormones were balanced out again and in a steady state. But this haywire of hormones up and down actually meant that I was definitely struck by depression. And depression also came not only because of the hormones, but also because I, was, I had been going through cancer treatment and I had chemotherapy and that raises a lot of questions and you're faced with your own mortality. So this was a difficult period. And looking back, probably one of the regrets, if I can say so, I had was not to look for more psychological guidance. I worked a bit with a great psychologist when I was for a couple of weeks in the mountains to recover. But I didn't do that before or after that. And I would actually today encourage anyone who is struck by cancer to work with a psychologist. I actually would recommend that for any kind of medical pattern and medical therapy plan to include that in these kind of plans. Well, that's not the case in Austria, at least at the moment. I probably could have sought out psychological help, but I didn't do it. And my oncologist was not necessarily pushing for it. So, how is depression and how did it come about? Depression is not only laying in bed and pulling the sheet over your head and not wanting to get up. That's part of it and that's kind of the most obvious part of it. And Yes, it can become even worse with people facing the daunting question of ending their own life. Well, luckily, I was never that far. But I had many days where I would have loved to stay in bed and just pull my sheets over my head and not get up and ignore that there's a world out there in self-pity and sadness about my disease, about my state of mind, about my state of life. But there are also other signs of depression which are not as obvious. And I still have them from time to time. This is kind of hiding behind the screen. And that might be hiding behind social media. That might also be just watching one soap opera after the other and not wanting to go to bed. 
there are also other forms of kind of being unmotivated and not finding joy in your days. So signs for depression can be extremely subtle. And if you're around a cancer patient or anyone you actually love, look out for these signs. And one of the first things is we tend to ask ourselves or when we meet, how are you? And the normal answer to that is, hey, I'm good. Well, if I can suggest to ask that question not only once, but at least three times and probably come from different angles, saying you can start with how are you and then ask you how your day was and then what was the nicest or the worst experience of that day. You will find out if they just say it's good, 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 that something is wrong. Nobody of us has only good days. So getting behind that requires us to put energy and real interest into the other person. So if you just say, hey, how are you? And you get the answer, good, you know, you can leave it at that, but then don't pretend to be caring for them. You're not. Caring means taking an effort to really find out how another person is, to take time to approach the issue from different sides, from different angles. And it's not easy because it will drain your own energy as well. Well, I knew at some point that I had depression from time to time. And I th thought about myself, what I actually can do to best avoid it. And there are a couple of tips, which I've actually already handed out to friends who were in kind of stressful and difficult situations. And the first one is to actually get up in the morning at the very same time every single day, except probably for the weekend. So I have my alarm clock at 6.30 every single morning, and I do get up between 6.30 and 7 o'clock. Probably it's a good thing that I put it so early because I'm so sleepy and I'm everything else but a morning person that because the alarm clock goes, I just get up and I'm kind of on autopilot. But it helps me to get up every morning and to start my day. It is a certain routine. And the routine actually continues that it is important for me to have my meals regularly. And that might sound stupid. But this kind of regularity gives my day a certain rhythm. And this rhythm actually drives away depression. So having lunch between 12 and 2, having dinner between 6 and 8 are things which are really, really helpful. Also trying to go to bed before midnight and not spending too much time in front of my screens. So that's one of the recipes, which is a regularity and a pattern in your daily life and getting up in the morning. A second one is nature. I probably didn't honor that for a long time well enough, but going out in nature, going for a walk, 
seeing the birds, seeing the sky, seeing the sun, seeing the woods, feeling hot, feeling cold, feeling wet, everything. And walking is just fantastic. It gives you so much energy that you won't believe it. So when I lived in Silicon Valley in 2015, I made it a routine that every weekend I would actually go for a long walk every weekend. And I would often walk for a couple of hours in the various different beautiful places of Silicon Valley. I tended to keep that when I came back to Austria, although I'm not as good at it as I probably should be. Another tip is stay away from screens at least for one day a week. We are surrounded by screens and they give us the false feeling that we are close to people. We are not. Getting a message is nice if you have a real good relationship with a person, but just chatting with someone who is far away and the only connection is actually that chat, don't fool yourself. The close connections you have is with the people you can touch, with the people you can speak to, the people you can listen to. And yes, when you use then technology to enhance that communication, that's great. But just hiding behind screens is not good. And behind it, hiding behind social media or something like that isn't good either. So think about it and think about how much you actually post about yourself on social media and why you do it. And if you don't really need to do it, don't do it. I try to focus my social media activities mostly, if not exclusively, on my job and on my career and the things around my work. And yes, my Instagram posts are probably all around coffee, but that's more for fun than anything else. The fourth, and that's actually probably even more important, is your friends. And when I came back to Vienna in 2016, I was very lucky to be warmly integrated in a circle of great friends. Friends who care for each other, who make sure that we actually go out, that we do things together, often seeing each other every weekend. Sometimes when you're too busy, it's not every weekend, but every couple of weekends. And without the pressure of doing something, but as an open invitation. And yes, to be honest, when I had my depressive weekend days, it was probably difficult to say, shit, you know, I need to dress up and it's November and it's gray and cold out there and I need to have a shower and go out. And it took me a lot of energy sometimes to do that, but I came home happy and I had a great time and I saw other people and I heard about how they are and what they were doing. I laughed with them and that's just a great recipe against depression. So summarizing my own recipes for or against my depression, which creeps in from time to time, is first of all having a clear regularity in my daily schedule with getting up in the morning and regular meals as panel as that might sound. The second is going out into nature and enjoying nature 
The third one is not hiding behind screens and just using screens for work and then shut them off consequently. I try to shut them completely off for a day a week. And fourthly, but by far not last, is friends. Spending time with friends. Making an effort if they invite you to go out and probably sometimes taking the initiative yourself to see friends. Well, if you have your depressive days from time to time, I hope that these little tips can help you. And if you know somebody around you who might suffer from depression or might suffer from depression following on cancer, perhaps these tips might help you, him or her. And reach out to them and don't just ask once how they are but ask multiple times from different angles thanks so much for listening and i wish you definitely a wonderful day today enjoy it and if you can get some sun somewhere enjoy it even more and if not find the sun in your own heart thanks for listening my name is bernard caris and this is my november podcast